and welcome to the 49ers First and 10 podcast, 10 minutes of the most up-to-date 49ers news first thing in the morning. I'm your host, Brianna McDonald, and I'm joined by 49ers team reporter, Lindsay Polares. Today, we're recapping everything that went down during week two of the 49ers off-season training activities. On Wednesday, we were outside at the SAP training facility to watch the team practice, and we also heard from special teams coordinator Brian Schneider, offensive line coach and run game coordinator Chris Forster, wide receiver Brandon Ayuk, defensive lineman Drake Jackson, and cornerback Isaiah Oliver. So it was a busy day. We'll get through the details from all of those guys in a minute. But Lindsay, while you were at at practice for the second week, what were some of your biggest takeaways? You know, I think, Brie, it's just a building of energy that I really noticed out there. Guys are fired up to be back. And then also important to note that we had two more faces join the group, wide receiver Debo Samuel and Ray Ray McLeod III. Also out there, looked like they were Ray Ray McLeod was going more full speed while Debo was running and getting acclimated. Um, but both guys look great. Um, I think for me, the people that really stood out, I would say Brandon Ayuk. He caught a couple really long touchdown passes from Trey Lance and Sam Darnold. So for him, he was my standout. And then the cornerbacks just playing aggressive, specifically Demo, uh, Diamador Lenore, uh, just playing really physical, aggressive, just exactly how we know he does play. I think for him, he was heating up during that postseason run the 49ers had in 2022, and it looks like he hasn't skipped a beat. Yeah, Brandon Ayuk absolutely shined as the leading receiver on Wednesday. We also saw running back Jordan Mason take some reps with the first-team offense, and he was looking fast and efficient. As far as the defense, during those seven-on-sevens, Cornerback Diamador Lenore, like you mentioned, and Ambry Thomas really impressed. They both notched some pass breakups. And the rookie you highlighted to keep an eye on in our last episode, Safety Jair Brown, he's been stacking those good practices. When Brandon Ayuk spoke to the media, he shared that he's actually locker mates with Jair. So they've been bonding, but also that he's had about three or four interceptions. So it's been fun getting to see the team back out at practices and give us a little tease to what's to come in training camp. So speaking of Ayuk, on Wednesday, he shared sort of a bold statement. He said that he still feels underrated entering his fourth year in the league. Can you explain why he said what he said? Yeah, I think it has a little bit of a mix of things, right? I think he's always felt like he's been playing with a chip on his shoulder. And then you kind of add in the whole lead up to the franchise tag, which he definitely leaned into. Although he did say that he was always in communication with the 49ers front office and he knew what was going on, but he was having a little fun with that social media stuff. But I think he just thinks people don't expect as much out of him, which is crazy because he had a thousand yard receiving season. And I think he's now really established himself, especially with that big jump that he made from year two to year three. And because he did close out the year as the 49ers leading receiver, I personally don't think he's underrated because I feel like we're around the team a lot. There is a lot of expectation when you zero in on him and Debo Samuel, but he's playing with a chip on 
his shoulder because he wants to even up those numbers from that 2022 season. He's looking to hit, you know, 1,200 yards, 1,500 yards. It was something that I actually spoke to his position coach, Leonard Hankerson, about, and that he's always just been a hungry player. So definitely keep an eye on B.A. in this upcoming season. A lot more to come from him in year four. Also sort of underrated is defensive lineman Drake Jackson. He spoke with the media and shared that he had some off-season goals. What did he have to say about getting ready for the 2023 season? Yeah, Brie, I think Drake Jackson took this off-season to work, 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 honestly. Um, from what I heard from his position coach, uh, Chris Kasarik, Drake Jackson picked a day to come back that was not long after that NFC championship game loss the 49ers had and basically has spent the entire offseason in Santa Clara and he's been on that grind. He was happy to share that he's put on about 13 pounds and it looks like pure muscle. You can see the noticeable difference. He grew up in these last two to three months um, and then he was pretty happy to share some um, weight room PRs. He said he's part of the three plate club now. Um, he was squatting 415 um, and he said that that was a big deal for him just because there are weight that he hasn't tried before. And his dad, who was a really big influence in his life, I think was always just jokingly getting on him about not hitting some of those PRs. He's hitting them. He says he feels stronger. He feels like he's moving faster. And more than anything, he just wants to prove himself and make that big rookie year to second year jump. And all eyes are on him right now because he's putting in the work to really produce those numbers in his sophomore season. More strength on the 49ers defensive line is always great news. And for quarterback Isaiah Oliver, he's a new piece to the 49ers defense coming from the Atlanta Falcons where he had five years of NFL experience. How is he adjusting to San Francisco and fitting into Steve Wilkes' defense? I think he's just so enthusiastic to be part of this winning defense. Um, one thing he said is that he is an athletic and physical player, and that's basically the 49ers brand of defense. Um, and that was one of the reasons that he came to the 49ers. Um, he actually shared a story just about how last year when the 49ers faced the Falcons, it was – the entire team just gearing up to basically go up again, go up in battle, right? Because the 49ers like to play aggressive. They like to play physical. And he, that was something he definitely remembered and then said that after they played in week six, that the next week everybody was feeling kind of beat up and he wants to be part of that same brand of football. Um, you know, he knows that he can make a difference in this defense. So again, just super excited and really just starting to get acclimated to the team. On Wednesday, we saw third round pick Jake Moody make all four of his kicks that just soared over the goalposts and special teams coordinator Brian Schneider told the story of how he was sold on Jake before the draft. We've now seen the talent that he has, but why did Brian Schneider appreciate his character? So everything we've heard about Jake Moody is that he's got ice in his veins. And if you meet him and talk to him, cool, calm, collected guy through and through. I honestly think nothing phases him. If he's frustrated, I don't know if that you can really tell, right? He's got a very calm demeanor. Um, and Brian Schneider shared that during his tryouts, they really tried to rile him up, so to speak, um, and put him in situations where 
he would have to bounce back. And he was trying out with snappers that were emergency snappers and not the most experienced. Um, and so from what it sounds like, the snaps were coming out in all sorts of places. His holder uh, had to do some quick work and Jake Moody didn't skip a beat. And when things didn't go his way, he was able to bounce back get collected and then make the next kick. And it's that's what you want in a kicker. You want to know that in tight situations and when the game is on the line, that they're not going to get tripped up uh, by all the outside noise. And I think that's kind of what sealed the deal for Brian Schneider. Hopefully the success he had in Michigan can replicate here in the Bay. And at the podium, offensive line coach and run game coordinator Chris Forrester he gave some love to Jake Brendel, and Brendel just signed a four-year contract with the team. What kind of a season is he expected to have this year? I think all eyes are on Jake Brendel to just be the leader of the 49ers offensive line. So while he may not have as many seasons with the 49ers, he's been around the league, and now having a full year of starting experience is going to be so good because he is the anchor of that offensive line. And I think what I really liked that I heard from Chris Forster is that heading into last season, he was very open with Jake Brendel that the position was his to lose. And they're taking that very similar approach with Colton McKivitz at right tackle, that confidence that they instill in their starters I feel like gives them the opportunity to go and if they mess up, just bounce back. And again, it's just a growing period for both of those guys. I think when you've got the confidence of a team to have a four-year contract under your belt, you know that you're the guy. And expectations are high for Jake Brendel. He played really well last season, so it's on to the next step in 2023. All right, well, that'll do it for today. Be sure to look out for all of the 49ers off-season content on 49ers.com. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining me in this off-season update. Don't forget to follow First and 10 on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to turn on the notifications so you're in the know when we post any breaking news updates. And thank you, Faithful, for tuning in. Yeah.